0: Welcome to the Crimson Circle. We're here for our monthly shoud. Welcome to everyone. You could be listening on Blog Talk Radio. You could be listening from the Crimson Circle website. Or you could be online viewing this from the Crimson Circle website. You can be doing it live or you can be doing it whenever you choose. But thank you for being here. We have a wonderful, exciting live audience. They are full of ruckus. I think that... Adamus will very likely be interactive with them today, and I hope they're prepared. (laughs) You know, that's not beyond Adamus, and uh, you never know. So, with that, I think you can feel that Adamus is coming in close. I think you can feel that he is coming through with Jeffrey. So with that, I'd like to ask each of us to take the good deep breath. It's a constant reminder from Adamus to take the good deep breath. It's this breath we take for ourselves, that breath that tells our body we choose life, that breath that makes us so grounded that with ease and grace we can invite our soul to be here with us. So take the good deep breath, body, mind, and soul. Breathe in the energies of Adamas if you choose. But as you breathe, please, please breathe for you. Stay with the good deep breath. And with each breath, allow your senses to open and expand, allow you to be radiant. So take the good deep breath. And as we get ready for Adamas, music will play. This is a special song. It's from the movie about Khalil Gibran. I can never say that right. but. It's a beautiful song, a beautiful representation. Breathe into that and feel as we invite Adamus. Breathe with all that you are. Hmm.
1: Your children are not your children. They're the sons and daughters of life's longing for itself. They come through you, not from you. Though they're with you, they belong to themselves. You may give them your love, but not your thought For they have thoughts of their own You may house their bodies, not their soul For their souls dwell in a house of tomorrow which you cannot visit Not even in your dream Yesterday, you are the bulls from which your children's living arrows are sent
2: forth.
1: The archer sees the mark upon. His arrows may go swift and far.
3: I am that I am, Adamus of sovereign domain. Ah, my dear friends, let's take a good deep breath with that. I love that Chambra has class, mm, style. I love that when you do something, whether it's putting together a video like this, done right here at the Crimson Circle, not somewhere else, when you put together a video like this, when you do anything in your life, no matter what it is. You do it with style and class. That makes a difference. That means you're putting your energy into it. You're putting your creativity into it. Most people just do things. They they, they just do them on a very repetitive basis, without infusing their consciousness, their passion, their energy into it but you're starting to put yourself into your creations, to put you in, that that takes a big step. That's a bold step to put yourself into your life, into your creations. If you don't, it's not worth it. It's not worth doing. If you're not doing it from the passion of your heart, it's not worth doing. Then you're just going through every day repeating the same steps over and over. You're in a mundane, boring rut of life. But when you put your heart into it, even knowing that it could be a big risk, somebody could reject it, they may not like it, it may not work out. It doesn't matter. At least you're living. Now I'll take my coffee. Yes, thank you. Thank you. And that's what I do love about working with Crimson Circle. Uh, And now that we are going forward – we made that decision a couple of weeks ago – we're going forward, going forward into this thing called embodied enlightenment, and it is so different, so filled with passion, so risky, frightening, scary. There are moments that you want to go back to the mundane because it was safe, but you and I know that you can't live like that anymore. You won't live like that anymore. You'll leave before you live like that anymore. We're going to get more into that today, but right now I'd like you to take an energetic snapshot into this moment, whether you're here in the studio, whether you are watching in online, watching in later. Take an energetic snapshot – not a visual picture, but an energy picture – of yourself and of everything around you right now, take an energy picture. And then when we're done here today, take another one. You'll see how you can affect change in your life. Subtle maybe, quiet maybe, but you'll feel the difference if you take another energetic snapshot of yourself and your reality at the end of this. Hmm. So let's take a good deep breath with that. I'm begin today with um, <clears throat> a question. I love beginning with a question. It gets all of you awake. It gets you feeling into potentials and possibilities.
0: So, just mean with a mic?
3: Yes, please. So today's opening question, and it's, um, it's a challenging question, um, it's an esoteric question. There are no right or wrong answers, but there will be an Adamus answer, of course. Duh! And I ask you to really feel into this. I ask you to really feel in while Linda scans the audience to see who's going to get the microphone first.
0: You can't hide.
3: Is enlightenment something that you choose or something that you accept? Enlightenment—something you choose or something you accept—and while you're pondering, before Linda comes out with a microphone, I just want to mention also that both Katumi and I spent quite a bit of time with uh, Kale Gibran, working with him, uh, sure. conversing with him, as did uh, Blavatsky. She- but uh, she always smelled of old tobacco. <laughs> uh, but uh, absolutely, he was—he was. He was was uh, one of the true teachers on this planet and is now an Ascended Master and uh, actually is available for channeling, Hmm. Hmm. but you better be a good writer, or at least willing to put your heart into it. Hmm. Hmm. So uh, the question is, is enlightenment something you choose or something you accept? Linda, microphone, audience, answers.
0: Okay. I'm drawn – immediately I knew this is where it had to go.
3: Yes, uh, interesting. Um you've changed a little bit. I don't know why.
4: I have no idea. Well, I'm not I I came down from above, you guys are having too much fucking fun, and <laughs> I just, I did the master's life, I was in bed for four days, my feet stink, my f- stomach hurts, oh God, it's awful. But How
3: would you, what, what, anyway. could, what name, what title would you give yourself, what are you? Uh, what role are you acting?
4: Oh, oh Roseanne, Rosanna Adana. Ah,
3: good, good, yeah, good.
4: She's been up, you know, but yeah, looking, yeah. we're yeah. having too much fun, anyway.
3: Good. And would you explain to the viewing audience a little bit about, uh, right over here, oh. Rose, uh, Roseanne, Roseanne Adana.
4: Well, I was a character of uh, Gilda Radner. Y'all were probably not even born yet, but it was back in the early days of uh, Saturday Night Live, and she uh, was very. She was a good character, and and her uh, uh, Gilda just passed on, and she's been up. A- uh, up in the near realms for quite a while. Working
3: with you, I see.
4: Uh, well, she, well, she's trying. Yeah, yeah, I she's don't trying.
3: Know <laughs> yeah. How good she's getting, but. And anyway, she,
4: I invited uh, her down. She, so.
3: she put her passion into her acting, into her roles, and she didn't hold back, criticized by, by many, but uh, it's, an, it's an example of if you're gonna do it, do it with life and passion. So, what's your answer to the question? Uh,
4: both. 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 Okay. Yeah. Good, good. Okay, yeah. why? I forgot what the question was, but I knew <laughs> the answer. I swear, I had it. I had the answer, and now uh, if you can repeat the so question. So Linda
3: whispered in your ear and said, no matter what he asks, say both. both. You don't can't say, show.
4: I don't know. I don't know,
3: yeah. That yeah. doesn't fly. So but. both. Uh, wh- okay, let's start with choosing.
4: Well, you have to have a conscious uh, choice in, in it. There has to be a choice, uh, focus, uh, path. You have to choose to be on it. But as you've been saying, it's going to happen anyway. So really, you know. So which would you? Which
3: would you put first, uh, the accepting or the choice?
4: I think I have to accept it first, and then and then choose. Okay,
3: that seems kind of reversed, but okay.
4: Yeah, yeah. Accept the choice.
3: (laughs) Okay. Good. Good. Thank you. Thank Uh, thank, you for your answer. Thank you. Yes. Is that? Thank you. Is that a little warm? It will be It will be. Yeah, yeah. 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 (laughs) yeah. Good. Good. Next. Is enlightenment something that you choose or something that you accept?
5: I believe she hit the nail on the head because uh, in my mind you need to make a conscious choice to go there. Right. But you never really get there. You have to allow it in. Right. So it, it's a so chicken kind of and egg.
3: Chicken and egg, though. Which egg. which comes first? Uh, choice or acceptance?
5: Being a human, I like the choice part you like because the choice it's something part. I can do.
3: Okay. Great. Why did chicken cross the road?
5: I give up. Why? I
3: I, I don't know. I've been asking this for <laughs> centuries. Nobody seems to know the answer. I, I just we'll have to find it. Well, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Good. Good. Next. Enlightenment okay. is it choice or is it acceptance?
6: Um, I also agree both.
3: Both. Um, Wh- and which is your chicken and egg?
6: I t- I think I accepted it before I came this lifetime, ah. and then my human chose to follow through.
3: Okay. Why would you need to choose then?
6: Because my human likes to.
3: <laughs> like to tinker hang around yeah, yeah. <laughs>
6: in yeah. duality, but my human, you know, at one point. My human, as a young kid, my human chose. Yes. And I mean, my human accepted it. Yes. And I danced with it. And then I blocked it and I re chose it. Then um, when life just, I just couldn't do life without.
3: So, what are you more into right now, choice or acceptance? Acceptance. 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 Okay. Just acceptance, yeah. Acceptance.
6: Yeah, the human has to, has to just allow it.
3: Good. Good answers so far. Where are we so going to go far? with this? So far. So far. We're going to do a couple more. Okay. Enlightenment. Mm-hmm. Is it about choice or is it about acceptance? Scott. Oh. I guess uh, well, if you wouldn't mind standing oh, sure. up so yeah. the whole world uh, <laughs> can see you for a time uh, forever. I think it's both. Both. Due to the power of and. Yes.
5: And that yeah. it's simultaneous. Yeah. Once you choose it, it already exists then immediately in another reality.
3: Okay. How are you doing on accepting it, Scott? Mm. I'm
5: trying to do my best right now.
3: How <laughs> good is your best? <laughs> that that's oh, always sounds like question. a little bit of puppet. out. I'm trying my best. It means actually um. I'm failing. <laughs> but I'm failing Ow. slowly. I'm failing slowly. It's <laughs> what it sounds like. I'm reading energies here. So how are you doing with that? Uh, I think accepting. I was doing
5: pretty good up until about two days ago or so. And then I'm like, okay, yeah. I could use a little support now.
3: Yeah, so. pretty good. Pretty good is another one of those terms for it really sucks, but I'm not willing to <laughs> admit defeat <to> yet. <laughs>
5: could be a little bit. I
3: yeah. love human, they don't say what they really mean, but if you really feel into the energy behind the words of what anybody says, it, it presents a whole different story. So, But at least you're smiling. Yes. Yeah, it's one of those sorry, also. So yeah. So I uh, bring the microphone back here. We're not done.
2: Oh, oh okay. well, no. Uh, so
3: things got really tough. What's going sorry, on? Sorry, Scott. What's going on?
5: Uh, just, um, I just I was telling people when I came here this this time, the last month I would just summarize it as a beautiful mess. I see some beautiful co-creation in there, but it's the craziest. I think time I've ever had in this life. So
3: elegant chaos. Elegant chaos. Yeah. Yes. You know that's actually a really good thing. Uh, that's, and that's yeah. That's hard to go through, it, but it's yeah. a really, really, really good thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think I could have managed
5: this level or intensity ten years, maybe even like five years ago. Yeah, or so, a year or, or two ago, yeah. maybe. Yeah. 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 Good. So I'm, I'm from that part. I'm pretty proud of yeah. myself for.
3: Yeah. A uh, l- little advice from okay. Uncle Adamus. Yes. Uh, the. <laughs> You're struggling with things right now. Yeah. Not just one. There's there's one in focus, but there's sure. uh, many many other issues around it. Mm-hmm. You're trying to solve it with your old tools. Yes. Uh, the yes old I can tricks, see that. The yeah, old figured out mode. Yeah. Because they kind of worked before. Yes. Uh, Part way anyway, and the old uh, tools would get you through the crisis. hmm It will not work anymore. It, 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 they won't, and that is frightening. When the things you've relied on, whether it's little cliches you tell yourself, whether it's uh, things like uh, projecting yourself into the future and everything is fine, whether it's um, uh, even patterns and routines that you get in that well jeez, if you're going to do photo sharing, uh, all <laughs> <laughs> get, in,
2: I'll get in, photo. in on this all right. <laughs> okay. I'll
3: get in on this. Uh, and I'll Attraction. still keep talking to you because yeah. you're the most important thing <laughs> to me right now, but uh, so <laughs> so the old tools don't work anymore, and that's why, that's why one couple of things: I love distraction, uh-huh. and I love intentional conscious distraction, because humans and Chambra and tend to get very caught in the, the patterns, the old patterns. We'll go back to doing this, we'll go back to uh, if all else fails, how let's just meditate or chant or something like that, or uh, even go back to praying and so you get caught in a rut, and I love distracting because it takes out of the mental for a moment. It snaps consciousness, you know, like when you snap a rubber band, especially on your wrist. It just kind of changes things. It distraction snaps consciousness into a new place. You know, consciousness is kind of pulled tense from everything you're going through, and you're trying to figure it all out, and you're using old tools. You just distract yourself if you have to. You do something to distract yourself. you jump out of a window. uh, First floor. Window, of course. uh, First floor. Uh, Or you... Well, I am not
5: looking for a ranch home, so that'd be easy.
3: (laughs) But you do something to distract yourself. Break the pattern. Get out of it. So, good. Okay. Uh, So you're struggling with... uh, You're trying to pull up the old tools. Ain't gonna work.
5: Yeah. And it feels like, in the last shot, like you talked about, going into a space that I don't... for me it doesn't exist. Exactly. And so Exactly it's just, I don't know what's on the other side.
3: Yeah. So and then you space. try to think about going to the space that doesn't exist because you've never been there. And <laughs> you're instantly defeated before you ever do. So you just say, I'm just gonna do it. I'm not gonna think about it and then you're there. Okay. Great. Thank, Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Next Ad- Adamas, you know, Jeff dressed you up pretty smartly today.
3: How about I dressed Caldera up no! because otherwise it wasn't gonna get done. It doesn't take an ascended master to figure that one out. <laughs> God. Look at his wardrobe. <laughs> like, yes.
6: For me I think except.
3: Except. Okay. Because um,
6: I've always felt like I've kind of been pushed into the direction that I need to go.
3: Yeah? Pushed by whom? I wonder. (laughs) (laughs) Again, you don't have to be an Ascended Master to figure this one out. Any guesses uh, where that pushing is coming from?
6: Yeah. Uh, Yogananda.
3: Mm, Any guesses where the push from Yogananda would come from? Yogananda is not going to push unless something else is present.
6: Myself, I suppose. I suppose.
3: Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, if I had an Adamus Award, <coughs> I would give you one today, but I don't believe. <laughs> you got, those are yours to keep forever. Yes, next month. Um, we'll get back to Adamus Awards, but thank wait, you for wait, your wait, wait, answer. Did you
0: have a special request?
3: Adamus Awards?
0: No, too late for that.
3: Would anybody else care to pass them out? No. Go, next, next on the list.
0: I'll find you some, I'll find you some, good, but good. Not, today. not today. Not today, next month. Okay,
3: okay. Uh, Enlightenment. Is it about choice or acceptance? Mm.
4: Well, at first I thought, well, choice, of course. And mm. then I thought, well, both, naturally. And then I thought, well, no, it's acceptance. Ah. And I would repeat exactly what this beautiful Nancy said, because yeah. that's exactly what I, I felt. It's like you have to accept it. You have to be in a space of accepting. And then you can choose. Yes. I, I think it's acceptance hmm, Interesting. Uh, from
3: a human perspective, it sounds a little backwards, but interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. One more.
0: One more. Yeah. Oh, let's go for mofo.
3: Everybody's mofo, mofo. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
5: Boy, I better say something good. <laughs> <laughs>
3: or quickly distract. One of the two. Yeah. yeah. Quickly Look, distract. Look, Elvis. Yeah.
5: <laughs> um. I'm gonna really go out on a limb here and just say both.
3: Both. Shocking, huh? Wow. Shocking. Wow. So, uh, But again, chicken and egg, which comes first? Which is more predominant in your life right now?
5: Um, Accepting, for sure. Accepting? Yeah. Okay. The choice comes first, but then you have to accept the holy shies that comes with it.
3: I'm sorry, holy what? Shies. Shies. New word? Sure, why not? Sure, good, good. <laughs> I'm good at Holy making those up, right? Good, good. <laughs> okay. So for you uh, right now, more about acceptance, but choice definitely, came first.
5: Definitely. Definitely. Okay. Yeah.
3: Good. Yeah. Good answers. Uh, actually, all good answers. Uh, it's getting tougher and tougher to stump you guys. It's really getting tougher. And those of you sitting at home, you're also probably saying, yeah, that's it, both. It's both. And now the Adamus answer? It is both. It is both. However, an interesting phenomena which some of you hit on and then doubted yourself because I implanted the doubt, <laughs> is enlightenment was happening first. The Enlightenment came first. The whole path to enlightenment the, and ultimately the acceptance came first. It's interesting. It's an evolutionary pattern after a lot of lifetimes on the planet, after a lot of experiences and finally getting to the end of the experience uh, chain, basically saying, okay, how much more am I going to experience on the planet? What more do I, soul, really choose to do? At some point, that enlightenment process started by an evolutionary consciousness slash energy dynamic. It started. Then at an interesting point, You chose it. The human chose it. The human already knew a lot of things were happening in your life. A lot of things were changing. You felt different than other people. You uh, were going through a lot of internal turmoil, and at some point, whether it was prompted by a book or uh, a, a, a guru or anything else, the human chose it. The choosing of enlightenment was simply validation. Something that was already going on. The choosing that you did as humans, saying, uh, whether it's choosing enlightenment, choosing awakening, saying, I I choose this as my direction, as my uh, fulfillment. It was almost, you could almost hear the soul laughing, a a sweet laughter, saying, it was already happening. You're just finally acknowledging it and validating it. You as a human now are no longer resisting and struggling. You're finally accepting something that was happening anyway. It's an interesting question and a bit of a chicken and egg question, but I wanted all of you to be aware that this whole journey to enlightenment, or actually the whole process of embodied enlightenment, was happening. And it's been happening for a long time. Maybe not consciously. Maybe the human wasn't aware of it, but it was the evolution of the soul that's going to happen anyway. And when you stopped at one point and said, enlightenment, this is what I choose in my life now, it was like bringing together these energies, bringing that validation of what was already happening, a bringing an ease in that no longer created this separation from the human life and the soul, but actually brought these together into into unity. So, when you consciously chose it, when when you knew you were awakening, when you knew that this was the path of this lifetime, it was like a sweet laughter from your spirit saying, It's happening anyway. Now, dear human, would you just accept? You're not driving the enlightenment. You're not responsible for your enlightenment, as I've said many times before. It's not based on what goes on up here, how you think your way through, how you try to force your way through. It is truly a matter of acceptance. Acceptance, uh, truly, of your I am, of your soul self. It's already going on. And the question today for everyone, as a way of validation, is can you just accept it? It's not being governed from any angelic counsel. Uh, Spirit isn't um, doing it. Uh, There's no uh spirit guides, archangels, any of that, you know that. It's coming from the I am. And it's it's you can't think of it as a choice of the I am. It's the evolution of the soul. And it's gonna happen one way or the other, sooner or later to everybody. But you, you've all been here on this planet more so than others. You had more lifetime. You were some of the uh the original uh beings here on this planet. You've been there, you've done that, you've done just about everything. And in the evolution of the soul it says, it's time for integration now. It's time to bring this all together in one great big crescendo, just like at the end of the music, just like all the music, the lights, the energies coming together and integrating. So would you please? Just allow yourself to accept it. Stop thinking that you have to be the ones to uh, plan it and plot it. You don't. You don't. So let's take a good deep breath with that. Ah. Mm. Good. Uh, Linda, we'll need you back up here with the, your magic writing pad.
0: Oh, my goodness.
3: Yes, they took away my writing board, said oh, it didn't look good are you. on camera. <gasps> So now she's got a magic writing pad. Okay, four main points today. The first point I'll lead into. Everything goes through its evolutions, its cycles. Everything from you to nature to what we would call time and experience. Uh, The soul goes through its evolutions. The human uh, – more, much more so than the soul – the human goes through a series of cycles and tends to get stuck in its patterns. There is an electrical and a magnetic and a gravitational energy that literally pulls the human into its cycles, into its patterns, and the human tends to stay in those cycles, repeating them uh, – simple example, past lives or so incarnation – a repetition, a repetition over and over again. It is because of the dynamics uh, it attracts – the light of you attracts electrical, gravitational uh, and magnetic energies, then, then keeps you in those cycles. Sooner or later it's got to break out. Energy cannot stay static. Energy cannot stay in a, uh, in a form forever. Sooner or later, it has to break free, go back to its original state. Nothing can stay the same forever. Nothing can stay the same forever other than consciousness, mm. other than consciousness. Everything else changes, but we have this planet. This planet has been evolving for millions and millions and millions of years. And we have uh, human biology, we have nature, we have thought and, and everything else. They get into patterns. Patterns are wonderful in a way because you get very familiar uh, with the energies, with the experience, but patterns also uh, have a way of holding you in. That's really one of the biggest challenges. You know, you go through all the mental stuff, what's wrong with me kind of stuff. Uh, You can get rid of about 99.99% of that because it's not what's wrong with you, but it's getting stuck in those patterns that you just know aren't right anymore. But the human mind, because it is very patterned, very structured, will literally try to get deeper into its patterns. It will go deeper into itself to try to find the answer, and it can't. And That's when you go crazy or things change in your life or you get so sick of what you're experiencing, that you finally begin to accept and to allow. You finally begin to say, hey, the old way isn't going to work anymore. (laughs) I've tried it a thousand times and it's just not going to work, so I give up. I let go, not to an unknown being, Spirit, God, angels or anything. I just let go, period. I don't. I don't have it anymore to continue going on and on. So you let go, then changes occur. Humans and this planet, everything on this planet, this dimension has been in pattern for a long time. Patterns are fun. Uh, You, you know, it's a lot less fearful. Uh, Patterns are fun because you kind of, when you come back full circle, you know, you're doing these patterns, these cycles of lives, and all that. It's kind of fun because you get to experience it again and maybe pick up what you missed the first time or the second time or the (laughs) 847th time. But after a while it's like, okay, I get it now. I get it. So at a certain point it breaks apart, it blows apart. At a certain point there's enough consciousness, there's enough acceptance that suddenly all the patterns start dismantling, they start falling away. First on a very personal level within you, uh, and then later on on a very global level, and that's what's happening right now. An interesting thing happened in February. Very interesting thing. I heard the talk before you said February was intense. February was uh, a frustrating month. We can go through the words, but uh, intense, frustrating, frightening, uh, fun. Any other F words? Uh, (laughs) 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 Uh, Or any other words to just you could holler them out. I'll repeat them. Any other words to describe the month? Terrifying, Uh, beautiful. Thank you. Intense. Intense. Already said yes. Chaotic. Chaotic, Absolutely. Disruptive. Disruptive. Big time big time. Shocking. Shocking, stunning, uh, glorious, an extra day. Why not? So let's just put in an extra day. Polarized. Uh, beautiful. Uh, politically, mo- incorrect. Mo- politically incorrect. Politically <laughs> incorrect. Moments of absolute ecstasy. Uh, strange dreams. The Dreams mm. are getting stranger and stranger. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll talk, oh, mm. are they getting stranger, but what mm. is it about dreams? Mm. Why, I'm going to digress for a moment here. Why is it that so little real work has gone into dreams, understanding dreams? Uh, there's some books out there and there's some sleep and dream institutes, but they have no clue of what's going on. You spend a third of your life in dream state, most people shrug it off and it was just a dream. You've got to be kidding. Uh, you've got to be kidding that all of this going on out there. And there's people who just shrug it off, oh, I was just dreaming, like, like it's just a cartoon that's playing uh, in your mind all night long, <laughs> like you got nothing better to do than put this <laughs> shit through the, uh, through the mind and, what was and then wake up and say, uh, what was that? Or worse yet, I don't remember my dreams. You dream at least 12 different levels at one time at night. You're dreaming right now, but that's a whole other thing. So back to the point here. An interesting thing happened in February. And most of you felt it to one degree or the other. But what do you do? You treat it like a dream. Well, that was just a month. <laughs> so I hope that doesn't happen again real soon. Or uh, you shrug it off and say, "Well, just the, the energies are high." Uh, but what was really going on this month? What really happened this month? Well, allow me to explain. Okay. <laughs> okay. Interesting phenomena. So after millions and millions and millions and millions of years of being on cycles that slowly, slowly, slowly change, after millions of years of basically having the same biology and the same mental process, millions of years of nature going through its evolution, its uh, life-death process, its renewal and then dying process year after year after year, after uh, eons of time of things just being in pattern or in cycles, renewing, renewing. But that kind of means like taking the same old energies and just kind of reshaping them, uh, maybe doing a little pruning of uh, of the energy tree. But basically, just renewing. An interesting thing happened in um, the later, the mid to later part of February. The, this planet uh, became uh, newing rather than renewing. What do mm. I mean by that? Hmm. That means that consciousness, desire, and passion reached a certain point on this planet never ever done before that from henceforth everything will have to be new. Hmm. Mm. Wow. What does that mean? I got a new car? I walk out? My, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, actually. Uh, Now, come back to the the simple premise that everything has stayed in patterns for a long time. It changes slowly. That's your real frustration. It just damn changes so slowly. Everything in patterns. Suddenly a point, uh, you could say a kind of a threshold, was reached on the planet. So now everything has to be nude rather than renewed.
2: Nude?
3: Nude. <laughs> if anybody takes their clothes off and runs around right now, <laughs> I'll understand. Everything everything will be new. Now, I'm going to talk more about that in, in a lot more detail uh, in our mid year pronost. Technology is supporting that. And technology is not causing it, but technology is supporting that. Mm-hmm. Everything will be new, and this is going to be different because you say, okay, well, geez, I moved to a new house, so isn't that something new in my life? Nah, that's a cycle. That's just a, It's a still a house. It's just moving from one place to another place. It's a renew rather than totally new. You say, well, you know, I quit my job and I got a new job, paying more money and I like it better. Well, that's a renewal. That's not new. Mm-hmm. Or you say, uh, I traded in my car and got a new car. No, it's still a car. <laughs> it's, it's not new. It's just a renew. Uh, it's just kind of like even your lifetimes, you know, you, you come in for a lifetime, and it's like, well, it's a new incarnation. It's like, no, you just renewed an old contract, <laughs> you know, to come back again into the old biology and the old mind. Funny thing happened in February. Everything is going to have to go new, off cycle, out of pattern. And as wonderful as that sounds, that should be terribly frightening (laughs) to most people other than you, because this is what you've wanted. Everything goes new. You're, going to, you're seeing it, but you're going to see it continue and it's going to continue to feel intense unless you know what's really happening energetically. You're going to see it in uh, – Linda used the example before – politics. It's going to go new. The old way of doing it uh, – I believe you were talking about the elections before – something is going to come along to blow it apart. It has to be. It has to be. And, and, it's
0: on track!
3: And, it's on track! Yes, but on the same token I say that and you say, well, look at the, the one who is delivering new – or the messenger, the deliverer – well, what a bozo, <laughs> or whatever you happen to feel. I don't have any uh, um, preferences one way or the other. And you say, well, what an idiot. Well, look what's really happening. It's not about an idiot. It's about things changing. It has something had to shake the tree. Something had to shake things apart, blow it apart, and it's happening. And a lot of people are getting very frightened because it takes away their little power base. Mm -hmm. It takes away their cycles, their patterns, their comfort levels. They get frightened. Mm -hmm. Frightened fear. And I hope you've all had a good dose of fear lately. (laughs) No, I mean that, because fear has an incredible energy in it. It's a combination of the dynamics of magnetic, gravitational and electrical sucking everything in. That's what happens when you get into true fear – I'm sure you've all felt absolute real fear, not just a little nervousness, but real fear. It's like if you would envision it for a moment, if fear causes everything to collapse into itself, causes it to constrict and contract and to go into kind of a darkness. Uh, it's trying to find safety, but it's not safe. No matter what, it tries to go. In fear, you try to go out of existence, out of uh, shining your light. That's the last thing you want to do. And actually, fear at times can be a very, very dynamic force for change. It can blow things apart because fear will take you down to the core level of things. Fear will. Fear doesn't care about machio. When you try to mock you on fear, it doesn't work. Fear doesn't care about little nice cliches or fear – you can say, well, I'm going to go get a massage to get over my fear. I don't think so. Uh, you'll never walk out the door. You're in too much fear. How can you get a massage? So fear has that incredible – it's like a, the black hole of uh, gravitational, electrical, and magnetic forces. It just sucks you in. But then it blows everything apart. It blows apart all of the old structures, if you allow it. People get stuck in fear for a long time, sometimes. Uh, they, they, get, they get caught up in it, uh, particularly on the medication – sorry to keep bringing that up, but they're, they're not a good thing – you start taking medication to overcome your fear and suddenly, suddenly you're stuck in it. You'll eventually get out, but, but for, for most of you. That fear of, oh my God, what's going to happen next, can be an incredible thing. It brings you to your moment of truth and light, what's really important. Mm. So back to the main point. Everything goes new now. This planet can no longer stay in cycles. How long will this take? I don't know. It's not really the important part, hundreds, thousands of years, who knows more like hundreds, but everything changes now. Instead of renewing, it's going to set out on a path for new. It may go through a few more renewals before it comes to new. It may uh, destruct before it comes to new, but everything goes to new. Watch it. Uh, pay attention now to what's happening in the world. A lot of you have uh, gone kind of into your uh, into your caves and uh, not wanted to see what's happening in the world. But now is a good time to come out and watch as this dynamic takes place in the world. It ties in a lot to what I talked about in pronost, but those are just forces that are supporting going to new. New is going to affect government. Finance, you know, all the typical categories – food, health, everything else – a lot of them will break down first, but then they're going to go to new. What is new? It means something that is uh, out of the old rut, something that is, um, you would say, quantum, something that is so different than how it was done before that it will have it will be difficult to try to even imagine it. It try to be difficult to figure it out, at least in the old human mind, because the old human mind is in renewal rather than going new. But that brings me to another point, that the first thing you're going to notice and have been noticing in going new – by the way, isn't it interesting, new? is also like the word K N E W, the English word new. So you kind of you kind of knew. knew. You knew, knew you knew that it was going to go new. You yes, new new. You can write that down.
2: Which yeah. part?
3: New new. Oh, okay,
0: knew. is that point two?
3: No, that was just a distraction. Oh. So everything goes new. And it starts as you know Uh, with the mind and body, with you personally. Uh, And it starts with things like we've been talking about – ancestral freedom. That was a tough one, Uh, much tougher than uh, you might have imagined, Uh, much tougher than I ever let on was going to be for you, for many of you, because you've had lifetimes of that same ancestral pattern or cycle. To consciously say that I'm going to get off of it, to say I'm releasing the ancestral energies, well, you were just choosing, you were just validating a process that was happening anyway. You weren't the one doing it. It was happening. You finally gave it approval, you could say. You validated it, which allows you then to accept this thing that was already happening in your life. When you finally said, yeah, okay, family, I'm, I'm letting go, a lot of you probably discovered, oh, it was already happening anyway. So you're going to notice it in your body. You're not going to just recycle, renew that body. And a lot of you are really trying hard to do that. You're mentally thinking, I'm going to be younger, I'm going to be healthier. No, you're going to go new. You're not just going to fortify. Uh, or youthify your current body. Crap! Really? No. So give up trying. No, and I mean that seriously. It was actually a good good input from dear Linda Visa – crap! All this time I've been, you know, using lotions, I've been trying to think positive about my mind, I've been trying to be youthful and I've been trying to bring youthful energies into my body. You're just renewing something old, something you really don't want so much. Rather than going new, (laughs) rather than going new, what is new? What is new when it comes to biology? It doesn't matter, you don't have to think your way through. You couldn't anyway. So, what do you do? Allow, accept. You can make a choice saying, Okay, I'm going to go new, not knowing what it really is, not knowing what happens next, and then allow then let it happen and you're going to have your moments of sheer t- uh, fear terror or doubt i don't i don't know which is worse uh, doubt or fear which which do you think is worse doubt, doubt. i i would tend to agree i would tend to agree doubt doubt is nagging it's uh it's it's not doubt is gray and boring and it's kind of like just being suffocated slowly over a period of like five years, you know? just agonizing, uh, versus fear. Just, you feel it right away. <laughs> you know, funny thing in fear uh, is that you suddenly feel life, <laughs> uh, at least the desire for it, in a very dire, like a near-death experience, like, oh my God, I'm alive, but I'm going to die in a moment um, <laughs> Doubt is like, well, I don't know. Am I alive? <laughs> am I dead? Am I uh, and why am I thinking thoughts like this? And uh, I shouldn't be thinking thoughts like this. And uh, I, I don't know what I should be doing. <sighs> That's doubt. You know, it's, it's an ugly, ugly energy. So it's going to happen in your body, going new. What is it? doesn't matter. It's going to happen anyway. That's the funny thing. It's kind of the joke of enlightenment. It's going to happen anyway. You're going to worry about it. Yeah, you're laughing. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, it's it's such a beautiful point. Uh, and I, I believe it was uh Kathumi who first brought it to Crimson Circle many years ago, but it's going to happen anyway. Uh in a way you could say it has happened, but it's why worry? Why why worry? And, and that sounds nice, you know, very philosophically nice, but then you walk out the door and it's like, oh, I'm going to worry, <laughs> it's like, because you're in patterns. You're kind of in old patterns. It's coming to your mind, new. And your mind doesn't understand it, doesn't really like it. Your mind is trying to renew. Your mind is trying to trick you and itself into thinking that you're working on something together and you're just going to kind of you know, fix things up a little bit in here, you know, call in the uh, psychiatric construction uh, remodeling crew and kind of fix things up because, you know, they got a little out of balance there and you're going to uh, slap some paint on it and put in new carpet and try to ignore the bad odor that uh, was always there. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, it's true. The mind has an odor. It's, um so old thoughts, you know. Old thoughts are kind of like old cheese in the refrigerator. It's like, oh! What? Oh! Um, <laughs> so it's going to happen to your thoughts new. Get used to it. It's going to be, it's going to be frightening at first because you're going to feel like you're losing it. Uh, you're going to try to go back into patterns. You're going to try to go back into a lot of the, the, the way things were done before, the cycles. You're just trying to polish the cycles a little bit make them a little bit better forget about it. The mind is going new, a new way of thinking. We talk, have uh, talked recently, particularly in Kehok, by the way, sign up now for next year's program. Uh, it's going to be more dynamic than the other ones. We've talked in Kehok and here about going into the Master Sense, and that is the new. That is the new for the mind, and the mind is going to try to pretend it's going to figure out the Master Sense. The mind's gonna be like, yeah, this is what the master sense is, and this is how it works. No, you're just trying to renew the mind. You're gonna go out of your mind into the master sense. Could happen while you're driving down the street. Could happen uh, at an, at any moment, at any point. But it is happening. It is happening. Absolutely. It goes back to this question: Is it about making a choice, or is it about accepting what's already going on? You accept it when you. When you choose it, it's just like going, oh, okay, I get it, Um, I'm already traveling down the road in the car at 120 miles an hour, now I'm just accepting that I am. You're already going into enlightenment and it should be a great comfort for for you, really a great comfort. But also there is that, well, but don't I have to do something? Don't I mean, shouldn't I – shh, breathe. Do something passionate. Create a great video, great, write a book, whatever, and don't worry about uh, how it's going to be taken. Just do something. Put yourself into life. If nothing else is a distraction, so the mind is totally changing. You worry about it. You you worry, and you say, "Oh God, I'm depressed," uh, or "Oh jeez, I'm psychotic." Yeah, okay. Well, you know, you know what? Everybody is. <laughs> now everybody is join join their club. Uh, no, I. I it, I've taken, uh, I've taken a lot of feeling into energies, and every human is totally screwed up. Uh, oh, no, it's true. It, you'd have to be to be here doing this, time after time after time after time again, without stopping to say, "Hold on a second, what what, what is this about? Uh, what do I want to do?" So no, every human is psychotic to a degree. To a degree, some to a very very large degree. The ones who Question Are the least psychotic, but they're made to feel to be the most psychotic. (laughs) Ah. The ones who question are actually the sane ones, but then they compare themselves to the truly psychotic, the ones who are content with the pattern, and then they feel there's something wrong. You feel there's something wrong with you. No, not at all. So, this new everything will come new everything. And it's not just a nice little statement. It's not something that's just going to be happening, let's say, in 20 or 30 years from now. It's already started. We crossed that threshold, that point, a week or two ago. There was a buildup to it and you felt it, and it was no coincidence that I had chosen the date of February 14, 2016, uh, a while back even, for our uh, are we going st- to keep dating <laughs> <laughs> and, and when are we going to kiss? Uh, because it, you could feel it was going to be coming to a head at about this time. And it's uh, the new website, uh, new things in your life. New is wonderful. Everybody wants new but or thinks they want new, but what they're really doing is just renewing. True new is very, very different. It'll show up in technology, it'll show up in business, it'll show up in uh, everything from healthcare uh, to relationships. Families will go new. Uh, There's been a pattern of families for as long as people have been fornicating, and that (laughs) pattern has existed forever uh, in the family core, in the family nucleus, and there's people that are going to try to go back more so than ever to renewing or what I call old, they're going to try to pull back because it scares the hell out of them. And they think it's got to be something – the Devil is is doing all this – or humankind is getting off balance or God's upset – you know, they make up all these inane excuses uh, for going back to the past and it won't work for them. It won't work. You found it out in your own life when you try to go back and try to do it the old way right now. It doesn't work, so do something new in your life. Frightening to a degree, but it is so liberating and so new, <laughs> it's so different. Do something new. When's the last time – when is the last time you did something new in your life? That long, eh? <laughs> uh, hush follows uh, falls over the audience. No, when's the last time you really did something new? I mean new, not not just driving, uh, taking a different street to work. That's just taking a different street to work, but something so new you've never done it before. You don't know what the outcome is going to be. That's actually a fairly good definition of new. You have no idea what the outcome is going to be, but you're going to do it. (laughs) <laughs> you joined Key Hock, see, you know, but that was new. Something so new that you don't know the outcome. The Human will play it safe, and, and play it safe means stay in renewal, rather than say, I want to totally break out of this. I don't know what's going to happen. It's frightening and it's liberating. It's frightening and it's so full of uh, passion. It's frightening and, geez, why didn't I do new before this? Why did I wait so long? And then what happens? Doubt. Then you start wondering, well, maybe I shouldn't, maybe I should wait, maybe … No, just do something really new in your life. Just amaze yourself, stun yourself by doing something totally new. And then watch. The world is going new. Nothing can just renew anymore. I mean, it'll go through some cycles of trying to renew, and then it'll blow apart. You can apply that to every major facet of life. Everything. And I know a lot of people are going to speculate, and there'll be conversations on your social media, but what does he mean about this? That's all going to go new. It may crumble first, but then it's going to go new. Everything. Anything you can think of it's going to go new including old traditions hmm. old traditions oh they're they're going to have the toughest time with it whatever that old institution or tradition was and you know I, this is um college doesn't like the example but i'm going to put it out there anyway i'm not justifying anything but i'm giving you an example of the way things work you have a lot of sacred beautiful ancient temples around the world and Groups, uh, organizations, religions uh, rever these. They 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 maintain them. These are become sacred spots for them. Not that that's right or wrong. It's just the way it is. And then you get terrorists who come along and blow them up, and the world screams and says, "Oh, look what the terrorists are doing!" Well, in a way, is it terrorists or is it just that energy needed to be unlocked? Ah, see, uh, I'm not. I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying watch, watch how it happens. And I'm not saying go out and blow up uh, ancient. uh, Oh, thank uh, you for that disclaimer. No, (laughs) you don't have to because something. If it's not a terrorist, it'll be a a earthquake. Mm. If it's not an earthquake, it'll be a meteor uh, coming down from Mm. heaven and boom, blowing it up. We've come to a point on this planet just in the past few weeks where everything now goes new. Imagine it this way. Everything is spinning. Everything is spinning. And sometimes the spin patterns are a little larger and a little slower. Sometimes they're a little faster and a little tighter, but it just keeps spinning and spinning over and over again. Sometimes the cycles of life are polished. Uh, You add a little paint to them. you, You dust them off. You, you lubricate them, you clean them up, but the cycles keep going on and on. That is recycling. That is uh, renewing, and it's just not going to work. So now you have, you have these cycles of life and applied to every facet of life, every institution in life, everything in life that you can possibly think of. So they're in their patterns, in their cycle, and then they go new. In other words, they go out of cycle, out of pattern, out of rhythm. They go new. Everything will go there. Some of the things will try desperately to stay in pattern, to stay within their cycles, and they're going to be justified by saying, this is the way it's supposed to be and this is the way God wants it to be and this is the way we've done it for eons of time and so therefore we're going to stay in that. And then it's like taking that rubber band on your wrist and pulling it and pulling it and pulling it until it breaks and snaps, and then it goes new, and it goes into the next level of reality. It's all driven, it's all caused by consciousness changing. If you thought February is intense, wait till March Nice. or April – we are March – or April Mm. or May. But when you have the wisdom to understand what's happening Mm. is everything on this planet – I'm not applying this to all the universe – but everything on this planet is newing. Watch the people you know as they try to stay in pattern. Watch the people you know as their lives are affected by something, because in new, what happens is that – if I had my drawing board, I'd draw this out – but in new … You want to? Uh Come on, you no can do point it. number two, the physics of, of change.
0: The physics of change? Yeah,
3: the physics of change. Th-
0: th- this is only point number two?
3: Yeah, we've got ten. Oh. Wow. The physics of change. Point number two. The, the physics of change. Are you in a hurry? No. <laughs> are you having fun? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, good, good. <laughs> okay. The physics of change. And then are you going to invite me to draw on that thing? Sure. Oh, Why not? it's new. I'm fine with that. I don't know how it works. I don't know the outcome, but it's new, and I'm willing to venture into it because I'm a new kind of guy.
0: I'm going (laughs) to give your own new page so you can't screw anything up. There Uh, you go. Look at this. Look at this. We can do it. Jeez. Watch you.
3: Jeez. Watch you. I have to be more. I'm sorry, but in the light. You're taking over. No no problem. So, so, (laughs) jeez. Work of the devil. <laughs> <There's a
0: laughs> Would you like that gone?
3: N- no, I want that. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So, so, so uh, this is light coming from the other realms to this planet. This is a uh, stream of light. I'm talking here about the physics of change, so you understand kind of what's happening. And along the way, the light attracts energy, which comes in in pluses, let's just say pluses and minuses, and they uh, align along the rays of this light – and this is simply a representation, not a literal uh, drawing here – but they align. So this light is coming into reality. Energy is being brought in. Energy is collecting along the lines of light. And it's assembling itself based on the consciousness and the level of acceptance which is brought forth by choice, which is really just saying, okay, whatever, which is brought forth by choice. And then all these energies lined up and reality is created on a variety of different levels. So this has been going on forever and ever, aligning the energies. At times, these pluses and minuses flowing along the stream of light will kind of readjust themselves. They've realized they've gotten too clustered, too cluttered, too clumped together. So at times they kind of re-pattern and uh, trying to get themselves into balance. But sooner or later, all energy – as uh, Tobias said a long time ago – energy seeks resolution. Energy doesn't want to be stuck in patterns, so sooner or later – how do we get that all off of there?
0: Okay. Okay, touch this.
3: New page. New page. Right there. So, good. See how that disappeared? Sooner or later it all blows up and goes away. (laughs) And what we have is still that stream of light coming in. Light is basically a ray of consciousness, so that's not going to change. Well, we have the stream of light coming in, and what do we do? What do we do? Do we go back to the pluses and minuses? No we go back to energy that is actually together. We've got pluses and minuses in a sphere of consciousness. Mm -hmm. These are pluses and minuses now, no longer with duality and polarity, but they're together. They've been brought together. That's new. It's not just repainting and cleaning up. It's not just Bringing in a new uh, power pa- of the same old patterns of plus and minus energy, it is no longer duality. These little boogers here are not boogers? duality anymore. So, new means totally different, and it's really freaky to your body and mind. Mm. It doesn't understand, it's used to centuries, eons, millions of years of pluses and minuses. It's used to a certain way of the forces of magnetics gravity and e- electrical working to uh, with energies to create reality and now it all gets blown out and now suddenly there is basically unity energy singular energy masculine and feminine brought together plus and minus now the same where you can't tell the difference anymore between them that's new that's new suddenly you are in a place like this, but you also realize that uh, the walls, the floor, the ceiling, everything are no longer static or stable. It's all fluid, it's all changing. And that that causes a, a huge sense of discomfort. When this happens to you, when this happens to you, there's a huge sense of doubt and discomfort and a desire to go back to the old way because you knew the old way. There's a tremendous um, inner, the tremendous feeling that comes over like I'm doing something wrong here, and I got to stop it right now. I'm losing it. But my dear friends, you're not. You're not at all. Everything about you is going to go new. You may go through some cycles uh, of renewal first. It's almost like probing. Am I really ready for this? Do I really believe this? Am I really accepting something that's gonna happen anyway? So you're gonna try to renew or recycle first, but then it goes new. When you know about this, when you when you have the the wisdom of this, it's not nearly so frightening. Could you imagine? all of this happening. Could you imagine, in a way, what, what the Ascended Masters who came before you went through? They were out there on their own for the most part. They didn't have gatherings like this. They, they didn't um, really understand uh, things like channeling or multidimensional communications. They were hoofing it on their own. That was frightening. A hell of an experience, but, but terribly frightening. So it tore them to the core, so here at least we have the, the beauty and the benefit of doing this together. Let's take a good deep breath with that. Everything is newing on this planet. It may take a while, and there certainly will be hardships. Hardships come from resistance, from not allowing what is naturally happening anyway. All energy seeks resolution, seeks to uh, go back to a pure state of service to consciousness. Feel into that for a moment. All energy, everything in, in your life, simply is there to serve your consciousness. Along the way it's been distorted and altered, held back, smashed down. Uh, been mentalized, meaning you've tried to think your way into everything, but that energy which is now fusing together, going out of duality, coming to new, that energy is simply there to be in service to you. The funny thing is, is you spend a tremendous amount of time thinking your way. How how – we need to get the microphone out here. How, how successful has that been? Trying to think your way into all this. I just, just out of curiosity. Okay. Uh, how has that been for you, thinking your way into things?
2: Let's see. Hmm.
3: Uh, the answer is so obvious it hurts.
7: Yeah, I can feel it here. Pardon. <laughs> okay. What was the question? <laughs>
3: <laughs> the question is: Are yeah. you awake or asleep? No, no, that wasn't the question. The question is, all the thinking you've done in your life—you're, you're you're not an obsessive thinker, but you're a, you're a serious uh, thinker. How, 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 how much has that really done for you?
7: Well, I'm ready to give up.
3: Okay, great. It's
7: done everything, try everything, and it's just like, I'm done with it.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's the thinking your way into enlightenment or yes. even into life is lame. It doesn't work. Well, uh, I'm sure most of you know that the greatest sense of, um, whatever you want to call it, success or uh, uh, fulfillment is when you least expect it. Uh, is the, the odd moments, the funny things that happen, when you're thinking your way through, it simply is not very successful.
7: Well, what I realized is that since I was a little girl, yes. everything went so smooth. Yeah. And I was allowing it. Right. Once I was conscious of what I was doing, then I start thinking about it and bumping into things all the time.
3: Exactly. Exactly. Yep. And it just doesn't work. Unless you're going to stay in patterns or cycles your whole life, then then it's okay. But you're not. You can't no, I'm not. Yeah. The evolution, uh the, the change, the new came into your life a long time ago, whether you knew it or not. And now it's it's simply are you going to accept it? Yeah.
7: I am. But it's a I feel like at the same time I'm kind of um forcing it. Yes. Like I'm in a little box knowing that I need to break it. Yeah, yeah. But still I keep inside. Yeah. So it It's okay, like because
3: <coughs> what, what happens, it's truly okay, because something will come, up to, come along to blow up that little box. It, it just can't stay there. And, and I mean it's frightening when you think about it, it's like, oh my God, my little box, my protection, my … It's the thing you don't want to be in. So something, if you resist, right. if you try desperately to, to just renew, something will come along and blow it up.
7: Yeah, I'm just waiting to kick some butts.
3: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> good. and could I, could I uh, start with uh, a good place here uh, for kicking butts, your own,
7: my own. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kick mine so many times. So yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, well,
3: just kick it to go forward, not to go down. Okay. Okay. Just uh, one or two more. I just uh, digress okay. for a moment, but I, sometimes I wonder the the amount of energy spent thinking your way into something that's happening anyway. Uh, that it's, it's like it's like you're going along in the car, like car analogies. I never drove in a car. <laughs> I'd like to, but I, it, you're driving along in the car, and it's pretty much you know it's uh, it's one of these uh, smart cars, you know, and it just is doing its own thing. You're going down the road at uh, 60 miles an hour, and it's self-guiding and everything. And then you think you have to open the door and get out and push it to make it go at 60 miles an hour. But that's the way the, that thinking your way into all this is. It's, it's, uh, it's all happening. It's going down the road. Why do you think you have to get out and push? It's kind of dangerous, actually, at 60 miles an hour. Uh, one or two more here. Ah, good one to pick on – I mean, to uh, get input from. <laughs> How is that thinking, Timothy?
4: Working very poorly.
3: Yeah, thank you. And, and now what are you going to do? Don't think about it, Timothy <laughs> <laughs> You know what? If nothing else, uh, you almost can't help yourself. Just have fun with it. Then stop getting so labored into it, uh, down by it, and overthinking everything. You're trying to think. You know what's going to change, Timothy and everybody? Mathematics. Mathematics was a way of uh, measuring or uh, figuring out reality. Basically, this uh, the the movement of energy and light. And there's mathematical formulas and they're wonderful because you can reduce things to mathematics in the old, but math is going to go out the door. It's just going to blow up uh, and, and it's like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Without math the world's going to fall apart. Yeah, the world's falling apart anyway. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine for a moment – feel, because you can't think about this – imagine, just feel for a moment something that is beyond math, beyond one, two, three, four, five. So on and so forth. It's beyond pi. That's beyond algebra and trigonometry. Wow! The mind can't comprehend that, but that's new and it's happening. It's going to happen. Something so new that it replaces math. Phenomenal. Now, mathematicians will tell you it can't happen, but they still haven't figured out infinity yet. True. True. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, we have one more here with a hand raised, ah, a real volunteer, not a Linda volunteer. Yeah. So, how has that thinking been doing for you?
6: Gives me Would you mind standing. Well, gives me migraines.
3: Yeah. Duh.
6: And yeah. I really have a burning question okay. today, and that is is this new everything? I say new physical body. Yeah. Um, Is Uh, that where, if the body feels like it's breaking down or you're feeling things that uh, just are completely foreign to your whole past existence, is that part of this, am I feeling part of this process of going into the new? Or is this a reflection of, okay, the month of February was very intense, I had great opportunity where I work right now, I feel very pleased with the outcome, but after a week of intensity, uh, my body just... Yeah. Took it, and sure. is that my own human resistance because of my old patterning, or is this part of the new? I, I, I really want to understand this because uh, I'm feeling that things that are crazy now.
2: Sure,
3: I'll answer most of that in point number three, which we're going to make in just a moment. But um, in the meantime, uh, you are feeling this. There was a quantum change, you could say, that uh, in just a few within the past few weeks, the, the, the level, the uh, basically, that consciousness came to triggered this thing where everything will go new. Uh, and that wasn't happening before. It used to be you could say everything will renew at different speeds and on different uh, levels of intensity. Everything will renew, but now it all goes new. Everyth- you're going to give me any subject, any question, any topic and it's going to go new. Anything. Nature nature. That will take the longest time. It's in the oldest patterns on this planet, and it will take the longest time for it to go new, but what we call the cycles of the seasons, the life and death cycles of nature itself, which doesn't mind dying. You know, it just it, it, doesn't, uh, it isn't affected like humans are. Even that will change. The whole patterns, and you start, you start uh, feeling into it, uh, and it comes down to mathematics and science. Surely, science—that's all going to go new, and it's going to be tremendous pressure on people because you know, they think they want new. But we're not talking about an advertising commercial here. We're not just talking about new and improved deodorant. We're, we're talking about everything going to new, and the interesting thing is. You've been leading the charge. You've been leading the charge and and you've been feeling it in your body. Point number three, point number three on the board make that disappear. (laughs) So much better than wasting paper. Uh, Point number three the thing that gets in your way more than anything else, the thing that gets in the way more than anything else is you. I mean you knew that but I wanted to state it here as my point number 3 the thing that gets in the way more than anything else is you that's why I began with the question the simple question enlightenment are you accepting it or are you choosing it it's happening it's been happening it is going new it's natural it's the evolution uh, and even beyond evolution it's the revolution and the soul the soul is always In new, it's never renewing. It's always in new. So you are going to be also, but you get in your own way. You think you have to effort enlightenment in your life, and you hear the words, and you go, "Okay, yeah, I'll stop pushing so hard." But you hide things in your pockets all over. You hide things. Okay, I'll 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 do new uh i'll I'll let go of stuff I'll accept. But you always have your backup plan. Okay, if that was a bunch of bullshit. At least I have this. <gasps> and it's a it's a new word. <laughs> at least I have my backup plan. And I'm gonna ask you something right now. Tough one. Are you willing to give up the human centered, mind focused? Backup plan. Mm. You say yes, mm. uh, and I know you mean it. I know you mean it, but are you willing to give up that backup plan? That uh, and sometimes it's kind of sketchy, kind of foggy. You're not really sure, but mm. you know, uh, and, and the backup plan might just be I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to the shouts, I'm gonna listen on, online, but I'm gonna let the others go first to make sure they just don't vanish into nothingness. <laughs> That's my backup plan. I'll I'll be number four, five, uh, well, actually six or seven. Are you willing to give up that backup plan? Because the the biggest thing that's getting in your way is you. You think you're choosing enlightenment? No, the choice of enlightenment from the human mind perspective was just the final agreeing. Okay, it's it's happening. Okay, we're going to do it, and it gave you a certain. It, it brought things kind of uh, into parallel. It brought it into a, a healthier balance. But are you really ready to give up that background, that uh, backup plan, that what if scenario? And I have to tell you, everybody has them. Everybody has them, and it's a uh, the, it's it's a human trait. I've got to have my backup plans. What if this doesn't work? What do I do next? The mind projects itself into what it calls a future, but it's not. It's, uh, it's the same mess, just a, kind of a different day. Uh, and it projects itself there and says, what if. Uh, so it, it creates a backup plan. That is like um, putting cement uh, on the, the brakes of a, of a car wheel. Uh, it, it's like gluing uh, together parts that should be moving. That backup plan slows everything down, and the backup plan was created by doubt. Doubt. I'm not sure if this is real. I'm going to tell you one thing about reality. I hope you you really let yourself feel into it. It doesn't matter if any of this has ever been done before. It doesn't matter if there are actually angelic councils and a Crimson Council. It doesn't matter that there is a Saint Germain. It doesn't matter that there is a God. It doesn't matter that you view things as uh, kind of top-down and you're kind of at the bottom of of the whole trickle-down cycle of creation. It doesn't matter that there is a New Earth. It doesn't matter that there is. Even this thing called uh, spirit doesn't matter one bit. Because the moment that you allow the consciousness of it, it becomes so. There might have never been anything called enlightenment, never an enlightened master ever walked the face of this earth. It might have just been totally boring biology, evolution from pond scum up to this. <laughs> over you know millions and millions of years, and, and it wasn't created by energies or God or anything. You know, the funny thing is it doesn't matter, because the moment that your consciousness is there, then it is so. Then you've created the God. Then you've created the New. You've created something outside of the old cycle. You've created St. Germain and Adamas. It doesn't matter if it was never there before. You could be creating it from the bottom up, and it can be being created from the top down. It doesn't really matter. What matters is if your consciousness is there, then it becomes so. Then universes and dimensions are created. It doesn't matter if time was a constant and energy was just energy, because the moment you dream something beyond, then it occurs. That's what I love about creation. It works both ways. It's top down and it's bottom up. That's the amazing part. So, if you worry about your backup plan, you worry about what's going to happen, it doesn't matter, because you basically create it, allow it. It doesn't come from the human mind. It comes from allowing. And then it is so. Then it is so. And before you all freak out and say, oh my God, there's really not something higher than me? Yes and no. It's both. That's the true end of it. That's kind of uh, the missing part that uh, uh, religions and philosophy uh, won't acknowledge. They won't acknowledge, because in a way that's acknowledging the real creator, you. There's got to be the other creator, the big creator, the, the better creator. And so they won't acknowledge that it's actually both coming together. Amazing. The biggest thing that gets in your way is you uh, – the thinking, is what I mean by you. The planning, the plotting, the, the backup plans, the what-ifs, the i got to work my way into enlightenment, I have to earn my way into enlightenment, uh, I have to suffer my way into enlightenment. Uh, get out of your own way. I, I do believe Tobias said that many years ago. Just get the hell out of your way. Go forth and enjoy life. Do something that you've always wanted to do. Break out into new. But stop trying to plan and plot this whole thing. It's gonna happen anyway. The the what you could say, this whole Enlightenment thing has been playing for a long time. It was only when you thought you chose it, and you thought that that you were the one making it happen. You weren't. You were just acknowledging it. It, it's easy to say it's hard to do, get out of your own way, because uh, the dynamics of life out there have it that you know, y- you want to play it safe, play it cautiously. Uh, but stop for a moment and consider what I said. Uh, everything goes new now. Everything goes new on this planet – biology, science, math, politics, banking, technology, everything. Diseases—they go new, uh, maybe new diseases, but they—they they go new. Everything goes new. It's—it's uh, it's one of these phenomena. You know, we're talking about it kind of quietly here, small group of those online, those who are here. Uh, you're going to look back in five, ten years and go, "Oh my God, everything went new." People around the world are going to be going crazy, and what's happening, and. Uh, uh, you know, having all sorts of dilemma with it, and you're going to be going. It's just going new. So, good. And point number four. Oh, let's not waste any digital space there. Let's conserve as much we can. Uh, we, yes. Uh, point number four. Same slide. Uh, nah. Let's do a new slide. Let's do a new slide. Okay, good. Uh, and point number four, bringing this all together. I think I, I sense some Mirab music coming on right now. <laughs> oh, good! He's, he's, he's shut up up there, and we get to sleep for a little bit. And let's lower the house lights too, so people watching it online won't see you sleeping. The uh, yeah, fourth point, we're getting to it. Let's take a good deep breath as the twinkle music comes on. Ah! Before we do, um, I asked you to take a snapshot earlier. Feel again. What's? Ta- feel again. And not trying to uh, measure it or quantify it, but a true feeling. A true feeling. You don't have to quantify. Measure. You don't have to put a word to it. Remember way back when I talked about San's definition, no definition? That was the beginning of the master's life. Something changed in in here and, and with you. Just let yourself feel that for a moment. What was that? Well, it doesn't really matter. You'll you'll understand it later. Right now. Don't push yourself. Try to figure it out. Just sense it. Feel it. During our talk, during my distractions, things around you changed. Now for point number four. For point number four, simple one, easy one, with everything we've talked about today, everything about changes, everything about things going new, everything about enlightenment, something you choose or something you accept, with all of this, point number four, don't hurry. Don't be in such a hurry. A lot of you are trying to hurry your way into enlightenment, thinking a lot, pushing a lot. Why? Why? It's it's happening anyway. As we sit here right now, as I've been distracting you, it's happening. It's not time-based. It's not value-based, you know. There's, there's no. It's not even a quantity, you know. It's in, immeasurable, and you're not trying to race other people to get there. There, there really is nothing you'll ever be able to do uh, with another human. Am I more enlightened than you? Oh, it just that doesn't matter. It's not even an issue. there's no rush for this uh, the, there, there's one factor that plays into it but I'm a, a, there's one factor it's between here and death I say well I, I want to have this before I die but let's go new on that let's go totally new what if this uh, old, old, old cycle of death, the way of death, what if that goes new? What if death isn't what it was in other lifetimes? See, you're you're using an old value, death, to pace your enlightenment. I've got twenty 30, 40 years left, you say, I've got to have it before then and i got to have at least a few years to enjoy enlightenment. But what if even the value of death goes new? You say, well, what, what does that mean? I just keep it living? I mean, what if it's so out of the box, so different than the old cycle of life and death, that it absolutely doesn't matter anymore. What if death isn't what you remember it to be, if it's not that final moment in the human body and suddenly, Ugh, you keel over? What if that goes new as well? Then there's really no hurry for enlightenment, because death was the only real measurement, barometer, reason for hurrying into enlightenment. Well, that and getting out of the current condition of, of life, but the death was a bigger factor, bigger issue. Wow! And and then you, you put your own stuff on yourself. You said, geez, if I don't get it in this lifetime, if I don't have enlightenment before I die, then I'm going to have to come back start all over hopefully remembering some of this hopefully i won't be it won't be so difficult in the next lifetime and then you're like ah oh, another lifetime see and then there's this constant pressure got to hurry got to hurry but why The hurrying itself is you getting in your own way. The hurrying is getting mental, putting a time frame on it, and then measuring yourself. Are you 60% there? Are you 90% there? And suddenly, you're right back into the cycle of time. Back in the cycle of life, death. Back into trying to figure it out. Back into thinking you're choosing enlightenment rather than just allowing it. Don't be in such a hurry. Because you, you, the human, is not doing it anyway. It's not your responsibility. It never was. Right now, the I Am that you are is asking you to just live, be in passion, enjoy this whole experience of enlightenment, of new. A funny thing happens in this, a very interesting dynamic. You try to hurry into enlightenment. You've got to push it. You try to get out of the old cycles as quickly as possible. But the I Am actually isn't going to let you do that. It's not going to let you just race through enlightenment or the process going into enlightenment. It's not going to let you skip over the most beautiful experience that you've ever had while in human form, the I Am. I was going to say, slow down. There's no race. Slow down. This is what I want to experience, what we want to experience. Together. The soul, the I am, is going to say to you, I want to experience through you, I want to experience coming into new, coming into enlightenment and realization. So slow down so we can experience this together. The I am, the Soul is going to say, this is what I wanted to feel, what what I wanted to sense, what I wanted to be. So human, stop denying both of us of this. Slow down. We're not in time anymore. We're not unlinear anymore. Please, let's experience Realization. Let's experience the transition from one energy dynamic into many energy dynamics. The soul is saying, This is why we're here right now. This isn't like going to college, seeing if we can graduate in three years rather than four or five – for some of you seven or eight. We're not just trying to get through an obstacle course here. The I Am is saying, let's just experience this. The human is saying, "Well, you don't know how hard it is. You don't know." And the soul is saying, "Let's just experience the beauty of it then." Let's just experience the joy and the passion, the shifting of energies. Let's experience the new creation together then. The I am is saying, "I'm not the one who made it hard. You are. You've gotten the way." You tried to interfere with all this. You tried to mind your way into it, work your way. I never asked you to do that. You tried to be the instigator, the master planner of this. I never asked you to do that. So, could you just get out of your way, come together with me? and enjoy, feel, sense the experience of enlightenment. The I Am, a, the I am saying, you know, it's kind of like sitting outdoors on a beautiful summer night away from the city, out, out where it's quiet looking up at the sky together, watching the shooting stars, viewing off into the galaxies, feeling the amazing energy of the cosmos, just like sitting down and doing that together, rather than you, dear human, thinking that you're having to make all of it work and it's going to fall apart without you rather than you thinking that your thoughts making those shooting stars go across the sky, rather than then it's you thinking that it all fall apart if you close your eyes for a moment. So, says the I Am, just let's sit here together, looking up at the stars. Let's enjoy the beauty of the moment. Rather than trying to keep everything together, trying to fix everything, trying to make it happen, the I Am is saying, just let's sit here together. You and I – human, I Am – and enjoy the profound beauty of our creation. There's no hurrying. You can't hurry the night sky, trying to make it into morning. You can't hurry the natural movements of consciousness. Iam I am says, you know, we're experiencing all of this in human form. That's what we agreed. We're here, sharing this experience, so now, damn it, could you just let yourself experience it. You know, with you, the human takes a deep breath and kind of has to laugh at yourself, thinking how you've been trying to Move mountains. They haven't moved very far. Thinking how you've tried to figure this all out, and it's been a lot of effort, a lot of struggling. You, the human, thinking, oh, all the thinking I've done. I'm even thinking about my thinking now. Thinking like it was going to make a difference. Thinking that that ah, it really hasn't gotten me very far, and then in that beautiful moment, you and the I am sitting together on this beautiful summer evening, looking up at all the stars twinkling away. The I am yeah, extends its beautiful hand of light out to you. It says, dear human. That I am. Would you just take my hand? Just take my hand for a moment. It's not up to you. I just ask that you enjoy the experience. That you live the experience. That you feel the experience. That's all I'm asking rest is taken care of. You're human. Can you live life? Can you be in passion? Can you allow your creations to manifest? Can you allow your dreams to come true? That's all I ask, dear human. The rest is already taken care of. So, dear human, dear human, don't be in such a hurry. Be in passion and enjoy life. I'll always be here. Even if it doesn't feel like we're sitting here together on this starry night, I'm always here. And remember, dear human, this is all going new. The whole planet is going new, and no matter what happens, just remember that all is well in all of creation. Thank you, dear Chambro. Until next month, expect everything to change. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.
0: So, with that would like to invite us, just stay with the good deep breath. Let this experience integrate. But in this moment, just take the good deep breath and let's celebrate. And special thanks to Jeffrey Hoppe for channeling Adamas Saint-Germain. You can't imagine how much, maybe you can. He puts an incredible amount of energy into this and it's just unbelievable for me to witness that time and time again. So thank you to Adamus, but also to Jeffrey Hoppe for channeling Adamas. <clears throat> Thank you. So, whether you're, again, whether you're listening, watching, be back here next month if you choose. We'll be here the first Saturday of the month, same time, same place. Thank you so much. Live life and enjoy. Wow. And allow. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Your children are not your children They're the sons and daughters of life's longing for itself They come through you, not from you Though they're with you, they belong to themselves you may give them your love but not your thoughts, for they have thoughts of their own. You may house their bodies, not their soul, for their souls dwell in a house of tomorrow Which you cannot visit not even in With yesterday, you are the bows from which your children's living arrows are sent
2: forth.
1: The archer sees the mark upon the path of the infinite and he bends you. That his arrows may go swift and far